Hello everyone and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. I'm your host, the Honorable Greg B, and this is Chapter 156. Uh, we got plenty to talk about, so... Um, but before we get into all that, just want to say before we start, head on over, check out the blog, razorvader.blogspot.com. Um, check out uh, the YouTube channel, One Man Renegade Podcast on YouTube. Also, subscribe to this podcast. You can do that on Apple Music, Stitcher, or Spotify, and then follow or subscribe or however you, whatever the mode of that is um, on that uh, whatever whatever uh, platform you want to use. Hit the, hit, give a nice review if you can do that. Hit five stars, however it works. Give me all the stars and all the reviews and say good stuff and have fun with, um, and say hi. Also check out the Twitter at One Man Renegade Podcast. No, One Man Renegade on, on Twitter and Instagram. Check those out. And also check out the Facebook page and like that or follow that or however that works. Um, like and follow everything, I guess, and share everything too. But let's dive into it, shall we? Uh, we got plenty to talk about. Let's start off with uh, matinee moments as we normally do. And I actually did see some movies this time out, so I have some stuff to talk about. Although I kind of talked about them the last time, but I hadn't seen them yet. So now I've seen them. Um, so first off, I did check out the HBO uh, the HBO movies that came out came out recently. Uh, those who those that wish me dead um, was a few weeks ago. I uh, saw that um, Angelina Jolie. Uh, I don't know. This movie wasn't quite what I thought it was going to be. I was a bit confused at, going into it. I thought it was one thing, and then it kind of became something else. Um, had to do with like firefighters and then but then there was like this like mysterious like cult thing and they were trying to kill this guy and then the son got loose and then they're trying to find the son but meanwhile like a fire breaks out and like angelina jolie's character was a firefighter i don't want to ruin everything just tell you what happens i mean i kind of set it up the plot so basically this kid finds angelina jolie and she's a firefighter and there's a fire and these guys are after them and there you go. And there's other people involved. Uh, John Bernthal. Is that how you say his name? I always get confused. He played Shane in Walking Dead. He's the Punisher. Bernthal? Is that how it's pronounced? Either way, he's in it. Uh, he plays like a sheriff. Big surprise there. Bit, bit, bit off the beaten path for him. No, not really. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's not a Punisher, but he's a sheriff. and He kind of was that in Walking Dead, but hey, whatever. If it fits... Um, um, so yeah, not a bad movie. It was alright. It wasn't amazing or anything like that. Uh, but it, it, it was entertaining um, for the hour and 45 minutes or whatever it was. Um, uh, and then the other movie that was on HBO Max. Um, well, that actually... If you want to watch that movie, Those Who Wish Me Dead, uh, check it out soon because it's going to be off HBO Max, HBO Max in a matter of days, I think, because uh, it came up on... Um, May 14th, I think, is when it came out, so it'll be gone on June 14th or whatever, right around that time. So uh, if you want to check it out before it goes back into just theaters and then eventually on demand and then eventually back to HBO Max or however it works, I don't know, uh, check it out now if you have HBO Max. Uh, then the next movie, also on HBO Max, just came out last Friday, uh, June 4th, so you still have a little more time with this is The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Now, these both both these movies that I'm talking about also went into theaters. Um, Conjuring 3, I guess it is, technically. I mean, it's like the... Yeah, it's confusing. Um, it's the third Conjuring movie. Um, but it's like the sixth 
or seventh, depending. No, I guess it would be the eighth. Well, seventh or eighth, depending on how you count one of the movies in terms of the uh, Conjuring universe. Um, but uh, it's Devil Made Me Do It. Uh, it's you know, it's another based on true story ish. You know, you know how that works, based off of anything or inspired by or whatever. You have to take it with kind of a grain of salt there. Uh, but obviously it's Ed and um, um, Lorraine Warren. Uh, they're like the supernatural, you know, hunters or whatever you want to call them. I don't know. I, I, I say supernatural hunters because I'm watching a lot of supernatural and they're hunters and that. And a lot of the stuff that's kind of in that is also sort of in this kind of. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're, you know, obviously they're, they were real people and these stories were ones that they had... Um, you know, cases they had had. Um, you know, I don't know how much of them is actually what went down in these movies, you know, for for sure. But, like, obviously it's based off of something. They actually, you know, they open up the movie with um, an exorcism of this kid. Um, and they actually have the tape of, of, of that from when it actually happened uh, back in 1981. Uh, but anyways, uh, they... Uh, so the basic premise of the movie is they ex extor ex exercise exercise the demon. They exercise the demon out of the kid, but it goes into the like the brother-in-law, or he's not his brother-in-law. He's I don't know what he. That, I was confused by the relationships between all these people, but like basically, there's this kid, and then his sister, older sister, has a boyfriend, and then the thing goes into the boyfriend, and you know. You know, not too much spoilers here. The kind of it's kind of the setup the movies in the in the in the trailers and in commercials and stuff. He kills somebody, and he gets arrested. And they're trying to get him off based off of um, uh, the defense of demonic possession. And you know, there's a the whole thing. And you know, it's this technically this has happened. This is based off a true case and stuff. So you know, you know, there's if you want to look up to see what happens in terms of that. Uh, you can easily check that out. But uh, in terms of the actual movie, that's where things get kind of weird. There's like a witch woman and her dad that was a priest. I don't know. It, it, it's it's a little disappointing given the first two Conjuring movies were really good. Um, and even, even the Annabelle movies. Well, not the first one. The first Annabelle movie wasn't good. The second one was good. And the third one was good. Uh, and the nun sucked. But I guess they're doing a Nun 2. I heard rumors. I don't know for sure. Um, I think that the Nun 2 is going to be the next movie in the in the Conjuring universe. So obviously there have been three Conjurings, three Annabelles, a Nun, potentially new two Nuns. And then the Curse of La Yaronia, or however you say it, was sort of a Conjuring universe movie. It's, it's a loose, it's a loose, uh, loose connection. There's like one guy like a priest or something that was in that movie whose character was also in Annabelle I think or Annabelle creation one of the two I don't even think that was the priest was in the conjurings it was in the Annabelle movies so like it's somewhat connected um I don't know it, it, it's a stretch I don't really consider that one um part of it and it's actually not a very good movie anyways um but as far as Conjuring 3 goes, yeah, a little bit disappointing given the first two were really good. Um, but, you know, still worth a watch. Like, I mean, if you've, if you've enjoyed the other Conjuring movies, I would definitely check it out. Um, you know, if you have HBO Max, definitely for sure check it out before it uh, goes away from HBO Max. Uh, but, you know, in terms of 
whether this, you know, whether it lives up to the conjuring, the previous conjuring, not, not, as, not quite, it's not quite there, but it's still good. It's still decent. It's still a good to watch. It's about hour 50 minutes. So it's not terrible in terms of time, um, length. Whereas the next movie I'm going to talk about was the next Netflix movie. Move over to Netflix. Um, technically, it was in theaters, very limited run uh, for a week and like very select theaters. I couldn't even find any box office information on it, so I don't even know if they're keeping track of that or whatever. But it was on Netflix, came on Netflix um, the next Friday. And it's Army of the Dead. Uh, it's got Dave Batista um, in it. Basically, um, you know, it's, it's very walking dead ish first season i i i would say i, I don't know i get i don't know i'm trying to kind of put it into um context of other zombie a uh, film or you know franchises but like it's also got like smart zombies so like the regular zombies but then they're like the smart zombies and basically like vegas gets destroyed by this virus thingy and whatever and then they kind of block everything out of Vegas um I think and then like but like something happens and they need to go back in so they get hired so basically they get hired by this guy being like oh we need to get in and get this thing um I forget what it was like a it was like oh it's a bunch of money but like there was also something else I forget now I'm blanking on what it was <laughs> Oh man, I just saw this movie like two weeks ago, so I don't know what's wrong with me, but I, <laughs> that's how much it resonated with me, I guess. It was fine, it was, I mean, I don't know, I don't want to ruin it too much, but like, they have to go in, and they're going into a casino, and they have to get a thing, but there's also a bunch of money, so they're going to get the bunch of money, but then there's twists and turns, and the real story, and whatever, Batista leads this team in, so they're, it's kind of like a heist movie, but it's also a zombie movie at the same time. Um, it's got a decent cast. Um, but, um, I don't know. It's kind of funny because the, one of the guys that's in it is, was also in Fear the Walking Dead, but just recently is not in Fear the Walking Dead anymore. I guess that's the best way to put it. Um, so it was kind of like, wait a minute, he went from one zombie thing to another zombie thing. Um, but anyways, it was kind of funny to see him and I was like, wait a minute, I just saw him fighting zombies like two weeks ago and now he's back fighting zombies. Stop fighting zombies. Um... But yeah, but the thing about this movie is it's kind of long. It's like two and a half hours. I mean, I don't know about you. I mean, it's one thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm a little zombied out these days. I don't know. Maybe that's part of it. Um, uh, but yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It was two and a half hours. It seemed a little long uh, for me for a zombie movie. Uh, but um, Zack Snyder, it's Zack Snyder movie. So if you're if you're a fan of Zack Snyder. Um, You'll probably enjoy it, but it's just a tad long. I mean, as most of Zack Snyder thing, things tend to be, just a tad long um, in the tooth. Um, or whatever the saying is. Um, I don't know why I keep saying um. But anyways, check it out if you have Netflix and have are looking for something to watch. You know, if you want some more zombies, if, you haven't, if you're all not zombied out yet and you want some more zombies, go check it out. But yeah, so that's all I've watched for movies. Um, you know, somehow I missed this. I don't. There's a few movies coming out uh, next couple weeks that are, are definitely interest of my interest. Um, 
There's one on Paramount Plus, and I bring that up because there's another movie coming out at some point on Paramount Plus that somehow I completely missed the announcement for. Like, I don't know where it was, I don't know what what was going on, but I completely missed the announcement of this new movie because I was waiting for the TV show to come back, and that's Beavis and Butthead. So Beavis and Butthead apparently a couple months ago announced that they're going to have a new movie coming out to Paramount Plus. Now, they had already announced that they were bringing back the show, going to be on Comedy Central at some point. No updates on that. Um, they were planning on this fall, but that was a couple years ago when they announced it. So that was obviously before the whole pandemic. I don't know if that's put a delay on everything or not. But I haven't heard anything about it. And here we are, June already. If it's you know if it's going to debut in the fall, you probably think you'd heard something. But the other thing too is it was kind of the the plan. I think was kind of to bring it back along with the new season of South Park coming up this year. But I don't know what's going on in South Park either because they didn't really have a season last year, but then they did the specials. So are they going to come back and have a regular season this year? And will Beavis and Butthead kind of, you know, be a part, you know, not, not a part of it, but like be, you know, be, you know, I, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I can see it getting delayed until next year or something like that. But again, there's this movie that's coming out supposedly on Paramount Plus. So they're working on that too. So I don't know if they're doing that instead of the TV show or in before the TV show or after the TV. I, who knows? I don't know. We'll just have to play wait and see. But the movie that I was discussing that's coming out soon on Paramount Plus um, is Infinite, starring Mark Wahlberg, Antoine. Um, what's his name? Antoine Figure. Antoine uh, something or other. Uh, why? Why am I blanking on his name? Um, I'm gonna have to look it up now. Antoine. He did that other movie that people liked. Um. Antoine Fugua? Fugua? I don't know how to say his name. That's probably the issue I don't F-U-Q-U-A. Fugua? Fugua? I don't know how to say it. Um, but he did... Um, what was the movie that I'm thinking of? He did that people liked... Well, he did the shooter TV show. Training Day? He did the Training Day shoot. No, I'm looking at the wrong category. Uh, what was the name of the movie? Oh, he did Equalizer. Okay, the Equalizer movies. Olympus Has Fallen. Okay, okay. Brooklyn, Brooklyn's Fine. He's done a lot. Oh, so Shooter was the other movie he did. Oh, so, okay. That makes sense. Shooter. Mark Wahlberg. There you go. Uh, he also did Tears of the Sun. He's done a lot of stuff. Um, but the Shooter was the movie I was thinking about that he was also did with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, he also did... Oh, I, was, I saw King Arthur. I was like, oh, I did that King Arthur terrible movie? No, it was another King Arthur movie. Um, which apparently wasn't as bad. Maybe. I don't know. It's done a lot of movies. Uh, but anyways, Antoine, however you say his last name. Uh, so he's directing it. Stars Mark Wahlberg. Uh, comes out. Let's see. There's no date. June... June 11th, June, no, June 10th, excuse me, June 10th, so tomorrow, as I'm recording this, I'm recording this tonight, so tomorrow, June 10th, check it out, Paramount Plus, um, yeah, straight to Paramount Plus, it's not, it's, I don't, I think it's just on Paramount Plus, I don't think it's also in theaters, but I think originally it was supposed to be in theaters, um, and then obviously everything, you know, uh, pandemic happened, and then they decided to just release it on Paramount Plus, so, 
Good on them. All right, so check that out if you have Paramount Plus and looking for something to watch. And then what was the other movie coming out this week that I was intrigued by? That, uh, hold on, let me bring up the list. Mm, is a movie coming out? Wait, was this actually coming out? Hold on. Awake on Netflix comes out today? Hmm. Comes out today. Interesting. All right. So, a global hysteria ensues a mysterious catastrophic wipes. Excuse me. I can't read. Global hysteria ensues after mysterious catastrophic. Oh, catas. I can't read. I can't read. Forgot how to read. Global hysteria ensues after mysterious cat catastrophe. Can't say that word. Wipes out all electronics and takes away humanity's ability to keep to sleep. Wow, I really cannot read. Scientists race against the clock to find a cure for the unexplained insomnia before it fat its fatal effects eliminate the human race. Um, so there you go. Yeah, that seems. Uh, if you weren't look, if you had enough of the apocalypse, here's more apocalypse. Um, everyone can't sleep, and they're having sweet. Uh, so yeah, that's on um, Netflix right now. So go check it out. <laughs> Came out today, apparently. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it 41%, and IMDb has it 5.1. So maybe not the greatest movie, but it's on Netflix if you're looking for something to watch. Um, and now that that that's enough for this week. All right. That's all I got for movies. Let's move on to uh, small screen sweeps. So, other thing that came out today, and I actually have already watched it, uh, episode one, uh, Loki uh, came out. Uh, the first episode of Loki dropped today. Um, it was good. I liked it. Uh, you know, this was kind of more of an introductory type of thing, so you kind of know what it's going to go, what the show's kind of about. Um, I mean, you kind of knew going into it what it was about, but like this kind of introduces kind of the main characters that we're going to be dealing with, and kind of gives you an idea of what we're what what what's going on. So you know, if you haven't watched it, I don't want to spoil too much, but basically, it picks up after well, Endgame, but well, in the middle of Endgame, but that was also Avengers when Loki obviously gets hold of the Tesseract and disappears escapes from the avengers um plan now the problem is this puts puts a variant in the time timeline so they kind of went over a lot of this stuff in um in endgame with the hulk and the uh what's her face the sorcerer supreme lady the what was her name uh everyone complained because she was wasn't asian <laughs> From Doctor Strange, uh, what was her name? Uh, oh, why am I blinking? Well, anyways, they talked about the whole timeline thing. They kind of re 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 uh, they rediscussed that a bit. Um, but as it is, apparently all that stuff that happened with Endgame was supposed to happen, but this stuff with Loki was not supposed to happen. So he's a variant, and that, and they, he gets captured by the variant. The ancient one was the one I'm thinking. So the ancient one, and the Hulk that talked about the timeline, told thing. So, anyways, uh, but the Time Variance Authority, the TVA, captures uh, Loki, 
you know, we pick up right where, you know, he comes out of the whole thing. Pick him up. He doesn't know what's going on, obviously, because he's, he's like, ah, I didn't do anything. Uh, but then they, they kind of, they're like, well, now you're guilty, so we got to eliminate you because we got to reset you to get back in the line with the timeline. Meanwhile, Owen Wilson's character is kind of like trying to catch um, somebody. Um, there's a bunch of stuff that happens, and you know he's he's after a kind of a murderer, uh, but he realizes Loki may be able to help him. I mean, you find out why. I don't want to ruin it, but you find out why, at, at, you know, eventually in in the opening show as to why he needs Loki's help. But they're kind of going over. He kind of explains to Loki what's going on, and Loki kind of figures out what exactly is happening. So you know. It's kind of cool. Definitely a cool show. Uh, I'm interested to see how long... I'm sorry. I'm interested to see um, how, how, how it... Where it goes. And um, kind of how it... How it eventually will fit in with the whole MCU. Um, obviously, it's wrapping up something that happened in the... In, in Endgame. So, you know, you're kind of getting... You're tying things up. A loose end, as it were, um, from Endgame. Now, I don't know how many episodes it's supposed to be. Does it say anywhere? Um, hmm. Don't. Um. So that was one thing. This this episode seemed longer than the than the WandaVision episodes for sure, and in, in the in the Winter Soldier, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So it was about 50 minutes, maybe? Or that could have been with credits and stuff. But um, it seemed a little longer. Uh, but I don't see anything about... Apparently there's a second season already in development. Oh, six episodes. So it's only six episodes, so it's short. Kind of like uh, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Only six episodes. It's not... What did WandaVision end up being? Nine? I can't even remember. Uh, but so, yeah. So far, so good. Good start. In other uh, superhero news, uh, the uh, the DC shows and the CW are still running because of they all started late because of the um, pandemic, obviously. So the Flash is still kicking along, although um, without spoiling too much, one of the char- main characters uh, is now off the show. Although this is the second main one of the main characters that's off the show uh, in the last couple weeks, uh, I feel like or last few episodes, I should say. Um, two of the main characters that have been there since the beginning, although one of them's been different incarnations of the same character, whereas the, uh, this character that left this episode, I don't want to spoil it if you're still watching, whatever, but it was kind of interesting, you know, they kind of did kind of send off for this character, um, so yeah, I mean, I, it's kind of one of those shows where it's like, uh-oh, we're running out of main characters, because I remember that happened with Smallville, it's like, I remember Smallville, you, you know, you started off with a bunch of characters, and then some of them went away, but then you added new ones. But then some of those ones went away, and then some like were only sort of there and kind of, kind of not. And then, like, I think by the end of like the the run, there was like literally like five characters that were still in the show. <laughs> so it was like you used to have like these intros that had like six, eight, nine, ten characters at like at introductions, and then it was like, oh yeah, down we're down to like five, four, or whatever it was. Um, yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> Not sure how many more seasons that show's gonna go, but we'll see. Uh, Batwoman is finally bringing back Batwoman. Well, not really. Well, sort of, kind of. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But the original Batwoman, the character left. Well, the the 
the actress that played the character quit the show. So they brought in a new Batwoman. But then they were like, well, how do we wrap up the character from the old the old Batwoman? And they kind of were like, ah, we don't know. So she just kind of disappeared. But, you know, as is with every comic book character of all time, you're never actually really gone. So now they're bringing it back. So it'll be interesting to see how that, how that all works out. Uh, recast, obviously. Uh, but um, so they, they, they did actually a decent job of kind of explaining how that's going to work. Uh, I don't want to ruin it if you haven't watched it, but like basically like, yeah, she's different, but it's the same. But she's not the same anymore. She's different because of reasons. <laughs> but, you know, that, that's good. It's better than them just like having her show up being like, hey, you're back. It's like, why do you look different? <laughs> I don't look different. Uh, but anyways, um, Legends of Tomorrow is all over the place. Uh, this last episode like was half cartoon. It was weird. I don't know. It's, it's a bizarre show. They just... I mean, it's always been that way, though. It's kind of like, well... Where can we have a really wacky... Out of the... Out of... You know... Out of the world. Out of this world. Literally. And uh, figuratively. Out of time, too. Um, show. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Just throw it on that show. Everyone can be cartoon characters for one episode. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, obviously, they, they uh, experiment... And do a lot of wacky things on that show. So, um, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Superman Lois getting good. Some good stuff still happening on that show. That one's a bit more serious than Legends of Tomorrow for sure. Uh, and then I, I was just, I was poking around because I was trying to figure out when, because there's Star Girl supposed to be coming back apparently in August. So I don't know. They're, I don't think they're doing the same thing they did last year with that because last year they were they had them premiere on the DC Universe and then the next day they would be on CW but the DC Universe isn't it's still a thing but not really because HBO Max is kind of taken over that so I don't know if they're going to be on HBO Max and then go to CW or they're just going to be on CW and then eventually end up on HBO Max I have no idea but that comes back in August um and then um yeah, we'll see what happens for next year because I know, I think all those shows are eventually coming back at some point, but like when and how, I don't know. Because I think they were having, some of the shows were moving days. So I think Batwoman and Legends Tomorrow are moving into Wednesdays or maybe it was Thursdays. And then Flash was still going to stay on Tuesdays, but like then Riverd Riverdale was moving to Tuesdays. And then eventually Superman Lois will come back. I mean, Supergirl is, ha is still going to wrap up its season uh, coming in August, actually. They have the final however many episodes in August. Uh, so, yeah. Still more to come, obviously. Uh, so, checking out some of the Fox stuff. Um, they're still wrapping up some of the seasons, which is weird. Like, Bless the Hearts is still running episodes, even though all the other shows that run Sundays are over. But then they also, like, were still wrapping up the Moody's. Because, like, they kind of gave up on that show, like, halfway through the season. They're like, oh, yeah, this no one's watching this. I was watching it because I like Dennis Leary. But then they're like, oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> then I saw I was back on, like, the schedule. And I'm like, wait, oh, yeah, they never finished that season. Forgot about that. So now it's back for a few more episodes and then it's over. And I'm assuming they're not doing a new, do another season because, obviously, um, they kind of gave up on this season. Uh, Duncanville is back. Yeah, I mean, it's got Amy Poehler's voice in it. 
it's okay. There's some new show called House Broken, which I haven't watched yet, but I eventually will. Um, American Dad also back for another season on TBS. It's been a it's been a few weeks. I, I don't think I talked about it last time though. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of funny, just like where the show has gone since like you know it was on Fox. Like they keep on introducing these weird new characters, and it's like Grogu. No, not Grogu. Grogu's Baby Yoda. I forget his name. It's like a little weird alien baby of Rogers Gogu no it's like it's like basically Grogu but it's not Grogu uh, what is it called um now it's gonna bother me but then there's like the weird Billy character that's like the weird like clone beat clone guy that the some scientist created have all these weird characters although the panda disappeared I forgot or no was it a panda no the koala koala guy whatever happened with him I don't know. There used to be the koala guy that was like an agent. I don't know what happened with him. I don't know if they ever like finished that storyline or whatever. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's still American Dad. It's still pretty good. It's, it, you know, it's one of those shows along with, I mean, The Simpsons and Family Guy and South Park and whatever. That's just, there's no reason to ever end it because they can just keep making them. And there they are on TBS every once in a while when they, they feel like throwing them on and there they are. Um, so American Dad, Roger, Baby. Um, what's his name? Uh, let's see. It's Rogu. Rogu, Rogu. It's pretty close. Um, although I think Rogu existed before Grogu. I have to fact check that but anyways american dad still 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 kicking still alive and kicking uh clarice apparently has a few more episodes to go i don't know i've kind of fallen out of favor with that show i think i'm behind a couple episodes i don't know it's okay i don't even know if they they may have not even i they may have canceled it i have no idea um i'll finish out the season just because i've watched enough of it to be to kind of want to know what happens but um I didn't hear anything about it being renewed when they announced uh, the shows for next season, so uh, I can't, I don't really know. <laughs> it's not great. Uh, it's okay. But um, I may be done after this season. Um, oh, so in May 2021, CBS entered negotiations to relocate Clarice to Paramount Plus for the show's second season. Okay, so that makes sense. Given that I thought the show was originally supposed to be on Paramount Plus to begin with, didn't actually think it was going to be on regular CBS, which kind of ruined the kind of the lore of, you know, uh, Silence of the Lambs type of thing, you know, because it, you know, it, Silence of the Lambs is an R-rated movie, folks. Can't do R-rated on CBS. Um, Paramount Plus, you, you, you could have. Um, so maybe if they do another second season, it's on CBS or uh, uh, on Paramount Plus, I should say. Maybe better. Maybe that's where it should be. Um, but um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but a uh, few more episodes of that to go until the season's over. Fear the Walking Dead's got one more episode for the season. Again, um, I continue to watch Fear the Walking Dead. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Um, it's less infuriating, I think, than Walking Dead is now. Um... You know, in the sense that, like, I don't, I didn't have high expectations for Fear the Walking Dead. 
because the first couple seasons weren't great and I actually gave up on it. So going back to it, it's like, all right, well, this is just better than it was. I'm cool with that. Whereas regular Walking Dead, it was like, oh, that show was just so good for, for a few years and then it just fell off the cliff. Um, but, you know, it's like kind of like, I just got to still watch it just because I'm so invested so far, you know, in, in it. So you got to finish it out. You know, obviously one more season to go, although it's like two seasons and then they're going to split off into a bunch of stuff and there's movies and stuff. So it's never going to go away. Uh, for sure, but um, yeah, I don't know when the other show is supposed to come back. The like Beyond the Walking the Dead, I know they were only gonna do two seasons of that, and the first season ended. So I don't know when the second season is supposed to start. Maybe in the fall, probably along with Walking Dead. I don't know, but um, yeah, that one at least had a definite timeline of like, okay, this show's gonna go for two seasons, and that's it. Not gonna walk, Walking Dead. Not gonna walk on for 20 years, um, or whatever. Uh, and then finally, I'm still watching Supernatural. Yeah, I'm, I think I just, I'm in. I started the ninth season, you know, and I was like, oh, ninth season. I'm almost dead. Nope. There's, there's six more seasons or seven more seasons to go. Um, now that I just started with, including the ninth season, which I think I'm only like three or four episodes into. So I've got nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen still to go. Yeah, a lot of episodes. It's a good, it's a decent show though. I mean, it's not bad. I enjoy it. Um, I mean, a lot of times I'll throw it on as I'm doing other stuff. But you know, I can't. I, half these shows, you could probably say that about these days. Um, but it's definitely Fear of the Walking Dead and Clarice for sure. But um, yeah, that's uh, that's really all I got for small screen sweeps. So um, yeah, let's move on to games for Greg. So. Did I actually play American Gladiators for the Super Nintendo? I did. After I had to reset all my... <laughs> Ugh. So the last time, I was talking about how I was trying to play Nintendo 64 games on the PlayStation Classic. The hacked one, obviously. Um, and I got it to work, but I had to remap the controller. But I'd remap the controller to, like, the... It was an... N USB N64 controller that I remapped to like a PlayStation controller or whatever the default that they use um, controller for like the menus. But then when I went to the game, it didn't work because the buttons were mapped to the menus. So then I had to map the buttons from the menus back to the N64 buttons. And I got it to work and it was working perfectly. And then I plugged back in the PlayStation controller and then I couldn't get that to work. So then none of the other games would work correctly because they had all the wrong buttons. And I couldn't I couldn't get the start button to work, which is a very important button sometimes to use the start button. Um, so then I had to reset everything. Um, and I got the PlayStation controller back working so I could play the Super Nintendo game fine. But now the N64 controller is not working again, so I gotta figure out how to get them both to work without breaking the other one. Don't know how if I'm able to I'll be able to do that. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Hopefully, at some point. Um, but I but the point of this story is that I did play um, American Gladiators for the Super Nintendo. So my thoughts on it: it's not a great game, and mainly because the controls are terrible. And and I don't say that because I couldn't get the controller working. Because as I said, I got it working after resetting everything. But the controls of the game itself, whether you have a working controller or not, are still bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just like, 
you know, and I, it would it probably would have helped if I looked up what the buttons were that actually did stuff, but I kind of figured out as I went along. With that said, they still weren't very good. Um, I played a few games through, and um, you know, the nostalgia thing was definitely there. You know, it has the wall, it has assault, it had um, Powerball, Joust, Human Cannonball, and Eliminator. Is that it? My favorite one? No, I think that's it. Um, didn't have Breakthrough and Conquer, which was one of my favorites. But uh, hey, hey, okay, fine, fine. Uh, but yeah, it was it was fun for the nostalgia effort, uh, and the nostalgia factor. But in terms of the actual game itself, not good, not good, not a good game. Um, but uh, anyways, time to pick a new game. How about that? Now, unfortunately, I, I can't pick from the vast, the vast, my vast, vast collection of games, but I can pick from a good amount of them. Um, I always was thinking I can just pick from games I have on my, like, the the systems I have up there, because I have a bunch of the mini systems plus the PlayStation that's hacked. Uh, we're on, the list I'm going off of actually the physical games I have. Uh, most of them I can't play because they're not here. Uh, I can't play... Well, I can, eh, I don't know. I wouldn't say, mm, well, I can't play the PlayStation 3 or 4 games, and that's a lot of them. Um, can play, I, can, I can play Switch. I can play any of the Genesis or Super Nintendo or Nintendo games. So I'm, it's a good amount of games I actually can play. Because uh, I can play all the Atari games, too. All right, but anyways, uh, where's my list of games? That's what I need to find uh, to pick a new game. Uh, and obviously, if it picks up a PlayStation 2 or or a, or three no sorry well some two three or four i have actually my playstation 2 actually is here at my alternate um site but i don't have all the games up here i only have some of them so um i'll probably skip them but i don't like i don't have any of my wii or wii u games so yeah i don't know but anyways so what number what is the number what is the magic number that i'm looking for here the magic number I don't have my PSP up here. I should bring my PSP up here and just leave it up here. I don't know why I don't do that. Because I never play it at home. Or at my, in my regular site, I should say. Um, Alright, so the magic number is 1749. 1749. So let's get a random number generator. Up. 1749. 1749. Alright, generate. 771. Let's see what that brings upon us. And this isn't the right thing. Um, 17. Wait, 771? Is that what I said? 771. Uh, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Come on. Get it together. Alright. 771. We get to. Uh, we're looking at Sega. Sega CD Prize Fighter. Ooh, okay. Mm. I'm gonna skip that one just because the Sega CD games don't work the greatest on the PlayStation Classic. I get them to run sometimes, but not well enough that I'm gonna trust that. So I'm gonna do it again. 1616. Okay, that's probably gonna be PS4, so that's not gonna work. 1616 is 
need a PS4. So, skip that one. All right, next up, we got 1165. Let's see what we got here. That's probably gonna be PS, PS2. All right, but what game is it? Because it might be up here. Unreal Tournament. Hold on a second. All right, Unreal Tournament is not up here. I thought it was for a second, but I was confusing it with Time Splitters 2. Um, well, I guess it would have been Unreal Tournament 2 then I was confused. Well, I would have, either way, not here. So let's, let's pick again. 861. See what that brings us. Uh, we're in Sega, so that should work. 861 is Mortal Kombat for the Sega Genesis. I think Mortal Kombat for the Sega Genesis is the best game ever. Oh, I disagree. Although it is a good game, I think Donkey Kong is the best game. Donkey Kong sucks. You know what? You suck. All right, sorry. That's a little Billy Madison for you. But Mortal Kombat for the Sega Genesis, um, which I've played to death. I mean, I could tell you, I could tell you everything, but you need to know about it without having to actually play it. But I'm definitely going to play it because, of course, I will. It's a great game. Um, now I do have the arcade version because I have an arcade stick thing up here, so I could play that version. But we will go with the Genesis version because that is the one I picked. Um, so yeah, there we go. Mortal Kombat. Looking forward to playing that because that is a great game. Other uh, video game news. I don't have anything specific really, uh, but EC EC3, E3. No, I'm. <laughs> we'll get to EC3. Well, maybe we'll get to EC3 in a minute later, but. The E3, the Electronics Expo something, the, the, something, Electronics Expo I think is in there, but I don't know what the other three, the other E is, uh, what would it, what would it be? E3, the Electronics, uh, what is it? Entertainment Experience. Okay, so Expo is not part of that. Electronic Entertainment Experience 2021 is happening June 12th through the 15th. So coming up this, starting up this weekend. So lots of stuff going on uh, ahead of time. A lot of rumors and stuff. Um, but I, I don't know for specifics. I don't know. I'm not going to go into all the rumors. I don't kind of do that stuff. But a couple things did leak. The one thing I, the one thing that really, that kind of like noted that leaked was, uh, was the arcade one-up um simpsons the simpsons game they i don't know how they got the rights they i guess they i mean they would have had to get them from disney or konami did konami make that game i don't even know who they would have to get the rights to the simpsons arcade game now so they're doing a simpsons arcade cabinet but apparently now with a lot of these arcade one-up machines they have more than one game of course so that therein lies the question, what are the other games? Because obviously Simpsons Arcade, everyone remembers, great, great game. But what are the other ones? Now apparently it was a Simpsons bowling game that was um, that was that was released in the in the arcade. So there's a trackball on this on this one up the pictures of the system show a trackball. So that would work well for a bowling game. So there could be a bowling game, I don't but there'd only be two games. I don't know. Because the pictures don't really show you what the other games are. So on a lot of these systems, they'll tell you on the side what the games are. But the pictures we're seeing don't actually do that. Uh, but uh, yeah, so Konami, 
So they, I guess they worked it with Konami or this, and Disney and whatever. I don't know. But, um, I mean, they did the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game from before. That was Konami as well. I think that's owned by Nintendo. I think the Turtles are owned by Nintendo now. So, I mean, I guess if they could do But I don't know. I just It's fantastic the way they've done this. Uh, I know they did an NBA Jam one. I know there was some issue with the, issues with the rights to the players on that one. I don't know how that turned out, though. I mean, these things are so interesting and so cool that I would definitely want to get some of these, but they're just so... They take up a lot of space, and they're 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 not too bad price-wise, but they just take up a lot of space. So I don't know if, where I'd even put these if I had them. Um, they would be cool, though. And the Simpsons one is coming soon, so... I mean, if I picked, if I'd pick ones to, if I had to pick ones to get, Simpsons would definitely be up there. I think I'd go Simpsons, NBA Jam, Turtles, um, hmm, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, and there's like an X Men one. There's a couple. There's a couple. There's a there's a few different X Men ones. I don't know which one I would get, but the X Men one might be cool too. I don't know. I'm not gonna get them probably, so it probably doesn't matter. But. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the other games are in this. I mean, obviously, Simpsons Bowling makes sense, but it will be the... Is there another arcade game that The Simpsons had? I don't... I can't recall. I mean, it would be kind of... Nah, with only two games on it, it's a bit weak, given I think most of the machines have at least three, sometimes four games on them. Um, but, um, I mean, just for The Simpsons game, I guess it's worth it. But um, July 15th, apparently, is when the pre-orders go up, so... They haven't officially announced it anyways. This is all leaked information. Um, I mean, they confirmed that... They kind of confirmed that, yeah, it's happening. But they didn't actually give any details or anything. As far as I know, unless I missed something. But um, look forward to that. And then obviously Nintendo, PlayStation, um, Xbox, they'll have... I think they're all there this year. I'm not 100% sure. But even if they're not there, they'll make announcements. And obviously other video gaming... Um, uh, the other video game companies will make announcements for games that are going to be on these as well. So, it'll be interesting to see what the biggest news coming out of E3 will be. But uh, going into it, Simpsons um, arcade one-up machines. So that'd be cool. All right, that's all I got for games for Greg. Uh, so let's dive into concert concerto. So nothing specific. I have for concert concerto, but it is nice to see that concerts are getting announced and going forward. Um, like for specifically, like Boston Calling announced that they're going to be back next year, um, basically doing what they were supposed to do last year um, in terms of well, Rage Against the Machine and Foo Fighters headlining. Now the other third headliner was supposed to be Red Hot Chili Peppers. They haven't announced them yet. Hopefully, that just means they're dotting the i's and crossing the t's in terms of that because it'd kind of be crappy if they didn't um they weren't the third headliner uh given they were supposed to be now obviously things change so i can understand maybe it will, they can't work it out um but um you know they you know it's so memorial day weekend next year um foo fighters and rachel's machine are definite and the third headliner to be announced so it could be rich. It could be Red Hot Chili Peppers. It might not be, but um, if it if it is, that's you know they're just going back to what they did, they, what they were supposed to do in 2020. Uh, I d don't know if I'll actually go. It would be cool to see those bands, but you know 
Uh, specifically, Rachel's Machine and Chili Peppers is most more to Foo Fighters. Not not that it wouldn't be cool to see Foo Fighters. I do enjoy Foo Fighters, but I've seen them a bunch of times recently. Whereas Rachel's Machine, I haven't since since uh, '99, and Chili Peppers, I haven't since since 2000. So it'd be cool to see those bands uh, again if that's in fact what happens for Ra- well for Chili Peppers. Rachel's Machine are confirmed. Now, the one thing I'm still waiting for is to see what happens with this Pearl Jam concert that I have tickets to in Madison Square Garden. Uh, no information yet um, on when they're rescheduling, um, you know, but uh, with all the bands rescheduling dates or, you know, and stuff and announcing dates and rescheduling dates and stuff, you know, I can't imagine they'll announce something soon. Uh, Foo Fighters are actually playing there coming up at the end of the month. They're like, Madison Square Garden, baby. I think the tickets go until like tomorrow or coming up this week I think and then the show's the end of the month but so we'll see if they have trouble selling out I, I wouldn't think so but at the same time I don't know I don't know I just don't know where people are at these days in terms of going to jam-packed arenas but um, speaking of jam-packed arenas the Bruins have had jam-packed arenas for the last few games and while it worked out for the first game against the Islanders not so much the other two games against the Islanders, and currently they are sitting at uh, down three to two in the best of seven series against the Islanders. With Game Six tonight in Long Island at the Coliseum, could be the last game ever at the Coliseum if the Bruins can come back and win tonight, and then win on Friday back at the TD Garden in Boston. Um, now, as you're listening to this, this that game may have already started by now because. By the time I finish recording this and upload it and stuff, and you can actually see it and it's available, and by the time you listen to it, they may be might be already over, or happening, or whatever. Um, so hopefully they won. And hopefully there's a game seven on Saturday. If not, it'll be very disappointing. Uh, but speaking of disappointing, another segment: the Celtics didn't do so well. Now, given that Jalen Brown was hurt and out um, of the playoffs, no big surprise that they didn't beat the Nets. Um, uh, Yeah, so, you know, they won one game. They won the first game back at home, which was weird because the first game back they had at home, they hadn't expanded the crowds yet. So it was still like the 15% or or maybe they were 25% at that point. I don't even remember this point. It was the next day when the Bruins were playing against the Islanders where they um, expanded the um the uh to um full capacity so um yeah but then then the next game they had full capacity it almost seemed like there were less people there and they actually got smoked well i mean i think it was because they got smoked that seemed like there was less people there but any event um they're out um and then shakeups danny ainge decided to retire now given he had a heart attack in you know recent times and um you know, the team kind of not exactly what it should have been with the kind of setbacks with, um, you know, you know, it's Horford opting out, Kyrie opting out and then leaving, Hayward opting out and leaving. Some of these draft picks that we've had haven't really panned out. Kemba hasn't exactly panned out. Um, so, you know, it's been a bit of a disaster given what we saw last year and what the possibilities were. Now, granted, it was a weird season, obviously, pandemic and everything. And Jalen Brown getting hurt didn't help things, but even with that, um, they weren't in a good spot even before that. So um, hopefully things can turn around, make some moves, um, get 
some help for the team and see what we can do going forward. But um, that's falls on Brad Stevens now as he is moving out of the coaching role and into the office, take, kind of basically taking over Danny Ainge's job. I guess Danny Ainge is going to stay on for a little bit, kind of get him all up to speed with that job, and then he'll take over for that. Danny Ainge will head into the sunset and um, got to find a new coach. <laughs> So there's a lot of rumors going around. Jason Kidd's name was brought up. A um, few other guys' names are brought up. Um, nothing nothing definite or for sure in any capacity yet. Um, wouldn't imagine that will happen until, you know, maybe the playoffs are over. But um, it be interesting to see which way they go. Um, you know, we'll see what happens with the Bruins because they might be in the same boat. Um, lots of rumors going around that... Potentially, you know, there could be some moves if they can't turn this things around. I don't know if that's going to be true, but you know, given that they're down three to two right now, um, you know, and they, you know, they're losing to the lower seed Islanders or whatever. I mean, they struggled against the Islanders all year, so it's not that big a, you know, it's not not the craziest thing in the world uh, to be losing to the Islanders. But um, you know, a lot of rumors, people sparking up rumors, saying, oh, well, this guy needs to go, this guy needs to go, whatever. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with goalie, though, going forward. Um, Swayman uh, came in at the end of the last game. Well, I mean, by the time you're listening to this, we already will know who's starting. Actually, good. I would assume Rass is starting unless he's hurt, but actually, let me look it up. See if there's any news on who's starting. Not that I really need to know for the podcast, because by the time... Um, uh, no, it's... Uh, Ooh, all right. Um, what does it say? Bruins goalie will start. So Rass will start. So we'll see how, how everything goes. Um, I mean, he wasn't he wasn't great last game. Um, you know, they chopped it up to being an injury. So he, he got pulled in the third period with for Swayman. Uh, but even going forward after the season, you know, Halak and Rask are both free agents. Swayman's is he going to be the guy? I don't know. We'll see. Um, and then Hall and Krejci are both guys up. But um, season's not over yet. Although it could be, depending on who's listening to this. Um, but thumbs, fingers crossed, thumbs crossed. All the all the things are crossed. They're all crossed. Um, um, yeah. So there we go. All right. Baseball. Red Sox still continue to baffle me as to whether or not they're good or not. Because they... Sucked against the Astros. Well, they won one game. They won one out of four games. Then they swept the Yankees. Although the Yankees, I think, kind of suck. But whatever. And then they immediately turn... Well, they they beat the Marlins in a makeup game, but whatever. And they immediately get smoked by the Astros again last night. So, are they good? Are the Astros just good? I don't know. We'll see. But they'll be... They, you know, they're in it. They're in it. You know, it's still only June. So, they could easily... You know, there's a lot more season to go, but the fact that they're still in it, you know, they're competitive. They beat the Yankees. They swept the Yankees in Yankee Stadium after having, having not having won there in two years. Uh, the first time they've swept the Yankees in Yankee Stadium is, I think, in a decade or something, they said. So, you know. But again, that might just be the Yankees sucking. I don't know. Because they didn't look... The Yankees didn't look great. Uh, but... That's all I got, really, for baseball. No real football news. Nothing, nothing really to note um, or that I can think of anyways. Uh, the Olympics are coming up in a couple months or in like a month and a half, I guess, at this point, end of July. So Japan 
not exactly doing great in terms of vaccines and stuff. So things aren't exactly rosy over in Japan right now. Uh, hopefully things get better by the time Olympics start. But basically what has been said is there's not going to be fans. Basically anyone going into Japan that's going to Olympics or just go to where they're going to. They're Basically it's going to be a bubble type of situation sounds like. Um, and it's in front of no, no crowds and stuff. So I don't know. I'm guessing they're not going to have opening ceremonies or anything like that. I don't really know. I'm not really sure, sure with all details. I'm still wondering what's going to happen with basketball because, you know, literally the NBA Finals are going to be over. I mean, potentially if it goes to Game 7. And then, then the Olympics. Like, literally like two days later or something stupid. Um, now, granted, will any of the guys that are on the teams in the Finals be on the Olympic team? I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens actually with the Finals because... Um, because um, I was trying to figure. So, like, you got the Nets as as I as I'm recording this. There's the Nets and the um, the, the Nets are playing the Bucks now. The Bucks haven't won. And well, I was just thinking about this. The Bucks haven't won since the '70s. The Nets have never won an NBA title. They may have won an ABA title. I don't remember for sure. Then on the other hand, you have the Hawks, who haven't won since the '50s when they were in St. Louis. They're they're playing. Um, the well, why am I blinking on who they're playing? They're they're playing the Seventy Sixers. They won the eighties with you know uh, Dr. J and I think Moses Malone was on that team. So you know, still been a while, but you know it's more currently than those other teams. Um, and in the West, you got um, the Clippers that have never won. Currently taking on the. The Jazz, who have never won. And then you got the Suns, who have never won. Taking on the Nuggets, who have never won. At least not in the NBA. They may have won in ABA. I don't I can't remember who won what in the ABA. Um well, let's see. ABA champions. Let's see who won the ABA. Um List of ABA champions. They the New Orleans Buccaneers. The Oakland Oaks, the Los Angeles Stars, the Utah Stars, the Pacers won twice, then the Utah Stars won again, then the Pacers won again, and then the Nuggets. Um, so the Nuggets did win the last NBA, sorry, the ABA. The Nuggets won the last ABA championship. Um, no, I'm sorry, I'm reading this all wrong. I'm reading this completely wrong. Take that back. I thought the first team. No, that was the West. Those were the Western Conference champions. The winners were actually the Pittsburgh Pipers, the Oakland Oaks, the Indiana Pacers, then the Utah Stars, then the Pacers, the Pacers, the Nets, the Colonials, and then the Nets again. So the Nuggets had never won it. The Nets won it twice. Um, so there you go. So again, but they've never won an NBA title. That's for sure. Uh, neither team, uh, the Nets or the Nuggets. Um, and then the Jazz have never won. Utah Stars won, but that doesn't count. And that was ABA, so it still doesn't count. And then the Clippers have never won. Obviously, they were the Buffalo Braves back in the day. And then they were the Kansas City something or somewhere. They went somewhere else. I forget. Whatever. It doesn't matter if they've never won. Um, so anyone coming out of the Western Conference has never won. The Suns never won. 
they got to the finals a couple times. They played the Celtics back in 76 and then the Bulls in 93. But they lost both of those. Um, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, the Bucks that haven't won since the 70s. Hawks that haven't won since the 50s. And that was in St. Louis. And uh, the Nets that have never won an NBA title. And the 76ers that won in back in the 80s. But still, that was a while ago. So, it's, it's interesting to see that we're going to have a new NBA champion that hasn't won it. In current current times, because there was a stretch there when it was like a lot of the same teams winning over and over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again uh, for many many years. I mean, Celtics, Lakers, Bulls, uh, Heat won a bunch. Um, I guess the Cavaliers were kind of the one in in kind of thrown in there. I mean, but it was LeBron. I don't know, but um, on the Raptors too. I guess I don't know. There's been a few. Raptors and okay, Raptors and Cavs aside, and I guess the Mavericks. All right, so maybe maybe I'm off a bit by this, but um, whatever. The point is, is there going to be a new champion from the NBA that hasn't won it since at least the '80s? <laughs> um, is my point. All right, moving on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Fights for money time. Uh, so Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul. Was it Logan Paul or was it Jake Paul? It was Logan Paul, right? I don't know. It's one of the Pauls. Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather had an exhibition, whatever the hell it was. I didn't see it. I wasn't ordering it. I didn't care. Um, it wasn't even like a fight. Like, they didn't even keep score. Um, there was no winner, per se. I mean, I guess people that were, you know, judging it at home said Floyd Mayweather would have won, but sure. But he didn't knock him out or anything. It was just went the distance, and that was it. I mean, I guess it kind of reminded me of the the um, Roy Jones and Tyson fight where it was kind of like, that's a draw. It's like, wait, what? Okay, fine. Well, I mean, it was exhibition, whatever. I don't know. Fine, sure. Who cares? Uh, but all right, coming up this weekend, though, we got UFC 263. We got a couple of big title matches on the way. Uh, it's taking place in Glendale, uh, Arizona at the Gila River Arena on Saturday night. Gila River Arena. I don't know if that's where the is that where the Coyotes play now. I feel like they've changed the name of it a bunch of times. It is where the Coyotes play. It used to be called a bunch of other things that it's not anymore. It was the Glendale Arena. Then it was the Jobbing.com Arena. Now it is the Gila River Arena. Sure, fine, whatever. Uh, full capacity, of course. You know they were kind of one of the first ones to do full capacity, uh, but they will be at full capacity. And I just closed the window like an idiot, so now I don't even know what the fights were. <laughs> Had it all ready to go, and then I closed it by mistake because I was looking up the, the arena. All right, so the big two matches coming up are the title matches. We got Dievason Figueredo. I can never say his name right. Fig Guerrero, maybe, uh, defending the flyweight championship against Brandon Moreno. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with Brandon Moreno. Because why not? New champ. And then in the, uh, the main event, we got the middleweight championship with Israel Adesanya, who, speaking of the Tyson Jones fight, he was doing commentary for whatever reason, taking on Marvin Vittori with, with it was him, Snoop Dogg, and 
and uh, Moro Ronaldo was there, and Sugar Ray Leonard, right? That was so weird. Um, but anyways, we've got Marvin Vittori Vittori taking on Israel Adesanya. I'm gonna go with Israel Adesanya to retain the middleweight title. Uh, yeah, so that's Saturday night. Uh, the pre-show, the early preliminary cards on ESPN Plus, then the preliminary cards on ESPN, and then the main cards on ESPN Plus pay-per-view. You know, you know the deal by now. You have to have ESPN Plus and then pay the pay-per-view on top of that, because of course you do. Um, they want all your money in different ways. Uh, all right, so that's fights for money. Uh, no results. No, no, no real other news to note. Um, I don't think they've announced an official. Well, let me see. I don't know. Tyson Fury, Wilder three. I don't know if they've officially announced anything. Um, more. I don't remember. Maybe they did. Hold on. Let me look it up. Uh, they're announced an undercard, so we must have something. No, it says, oh, come on. Fine, cookies, I'll agree to cookies. Tyson Fury versus Dante Wilder. Three undercard fights reportedly revealed with pay-per-view set to be all heavyweight show. Okay. Um, July 24th in Vegas. That's the official? Is that official? Officially official? I think so. So July 24th in Vegas. Pay-per-view. A bunch of stuff. There you go. That's all I got for that. Uh, then hopefully the Joshua fight can happen. Following that, whoever wins, uh, I guess. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, um, yeah. So, there we go. All right. Let's move on to turnbuckle time. So, let's talk about how I did my predictions for double or nothing. AEW, AEW double or nothing. So, I did pretty well. Um, there was a couple of them that I was a little bit torn on. Those are the ones I got wrong. But, um, outside of that, I did pretty well. Uh, the pre-show match, Serena Deep defended, successfully defended her title against um, Riho. And as I predicted, yeah, they had their own pay-per-view this past weekend. They were gonna want her on the show to do defend the pay-per-view. So why they would, why would they have a loser have her lose it to someone on the pay-per-view the week before? But then she lost it at the pay-per-view. Um, the um, the NWA pay-per-view, which was fight... What was it called? When Our Shadows Fall, she lost to Camille on um, that pay-per-view. But anyways, that was pre-show. Then the main show happened. Adam Page beat Brian Cage. I was a little torn on that one, but ultimately went with Adam Page. So got that right. The Young Bucks successfully defended their titles against uh, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. And then injured John Moxley after the match. Or during the match, sort of. So he'll... He's going away for a while because, you know, his wife's about to have birth or may have already had it. I don't know at this point. Uh, Jungle Boy was the one that won the Casino Battle Royale. So that was the one I was up in the air about. Had Christian Cage winning. Uh, Jungle Boy was able to win, last eliminating Christian Cage. So I was very close on that one. The um, wild card ended up being Leo Rush, who um, everyone seemed like, oh, cool, Leo Rush is here, he's all elite, he's going to sign in with all elite, and then he immediately turned around and retired because apparently he got injured in the match. Uh, tore is something, or injured is something. I don't remember what happened. Uh, some some joint or ligament or something. I don't know, he got injured. So he decided 
He's going to retire, although he said he still has to do some dates for New Japan once he's recovered from injury. So we'll see what happens there. Although I feel like he already retired once, like a, a year ago maybe, after he got let go by the WB. And then he like wrestled in Mexico and then he retired, or maybe retired before that, and then he came back into Mexico, but then he came back to New Japan. I don't know, whatever. So he was briefly there, and now he's gone. Um... Cody Rhodes beat Anthony Agogo in a kind of uneventful, boring match, to be quite honest with you. Don't know why anyone... I don't know. I just... I, I didn't care. I don't... I didn't get the feeling that anyone really cared about it. I don't know. I just... The whole thing kind of fell flat as far as I, I was concerned. Uh, QT Marshall tried to get involved and whatever, but... Yeah, Cody Rhodes just won, so who cares? Uh, moving on. <laughs> Miro, who successfully defended the TV title the night before, uh, then defeated Lance Archer um, to retain the TNT Championship at the pay-per-view, so got that right. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, um, although some of her gimmick is very, I, I don't have a necessarily have a problem with Britt Baker. I think in terms of the women's division, she's probably the best thing they have. Um, and Jade Cargill aside, that everyone seems to love, even though I don't get it. Um, Britt Baker is the champion now, so um, just saying. With that said, I feel like a lot of her stuff is being lifted from stuff, and 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 not the Isaac Yankum DDS connection with the fact that she's actually a, a dentist because she actually is a dentist, but the mandible claw kind of mankind's thing. Now she's just doing this whole DMD thing, which. Kind of sounds like RVD to me. Kind of ripping that off a little bit. <laughs> it feels like. I'm sure a bunch of people have had the three syllable or initial type things. So maybe maybe don't blame her necessarily. But still kind of seems very RVD-ish. And now she's been using the curb stomp recently. Never seen the curb stomp before. A way to have it's Seth Rollins move. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe she's come up with something of her own. A little bit. I don't know. Just saying. Just a little bit of advice. Uh, but she beat Hiroku uh, Roku Shida doing uh, the AEW's Women's Champion. Uh, Darby Allen. So I got that right, by the way. Darby Allen Sting defeated the men the men of the year. That's what they're called. The men of the year. Didn't even realize that. Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky because, sure, why not? Uh, Sting needed the rub. <laughs> I'm just joking. I just, I just, they bring in these guys. Ethan Page. Team up with Scorpius Guy, and then they immediately lose the sting. Just saying. I don't know. Just saying. I mean, Darby Allen, fine, but Sting, fine, whatever. I mean, and then it's not, and it, I'm not sitting here saying it shouldn't happen because it was the logical conclusion. They're out there in front of a full house. You have Sting wrestling his first match in front of people in six years. You gonna have him lose? No. Um. So yeah, that that yes, I got that right. Kenny Omega beat Orange Cassidy and Pac. Um, he pinned... Did he pin Pac? No, he pinned Orange Cassidy. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, because then I think they did the whole thing with Pac being like, you didn't pin me, blah, blah, blah. Um, so fine. Got that right. Didn't, didn't see Omega losing. And then in the main event, the Stadium Stampede match, um, the Inner Circle beat the pinnacle uh i didn't think this this stadium stampede was as good as the first one 
And I feel like part of that was because they wanted to integrate it into the live crowd. So it was, it was a bit it was a bit mashed up and kind of jagged. Um, so a few scenes that just were kind of out of nowhere and just like, what is this? This whole thing with MJF and Jericho fighting in the Jacksonville Jaguars like coaching thing and he stapled something to his head and then there's this whole thing with with um, Sean Spears sitting in a room with chairs. I don't know. It was it was a bit weird. It wasn't great, uh, but it was it was all right. Um, but the Inner Circle won, so they don't have to break up because what was the point of that? I guess. And now the Pinnacle lost, and then they're yeah lost all momentum. And as far as I'm concerned, they lost all the momentum. Should have had them beat Inner Circle. They shouldn't have had this. They shouldn't have had this stupid. You know, gimmick, man. Or they shouldn't have the uh, not gimmick, but um, a stipulation. They just shouldn't have the dumb stipulation. They should have just had the pinnacle beat inner circle, inner circle disappear for a while, and then come back and get their revenge. That's what should have happened. But hey, you know, I'm not. Whatever. That's just me booking. But because now I don't, I don't care about the pinnacle. The pinnacle are done. They're done. They came out. They tried to be big shots, and they lost the inner circle. So now the inner circle is the group, and there they are. And no one cares. Jericho tried to come up and saying, I still want to beat up MJF. Well, you already did it. It's like, yeah, but he did the thing before. Yeah, but then you beat him. So what else? Like, I don't, like you won. I mean, I guess in the mind, their minds, it's like, oh, it's one-to-one -one now. But I just felt like you put it on the line and then you won. So where else can you go from here? I don't you know. I don't know. They built up the stadium stampede match. Where else you go? I don't know. But anyways, that's just me. Uh, another big news coming out of here was Mark Henry is now all elite and is going to be a analyst for the upcoming AEW Rampage show. So basically, the big show thing, but for a different show. But also, but this show is actually on TNT as opposed to the Big Show show, not the Big Show show, which is on Netflix. I guess maybe I don't know, but the Big Show, the show that the Big Show does commentary for, which is Evolution, which is on YouTube still. I don't know. Whatever. Regardless. Move on. Um, so then the big news coming out of um, after Double or Nothing for the next Dynamite was the appearance of Andrade. Andrade showed up um, on All Elite, on Dynamite on uh, last Friday. They've been having Dynamite on Friday because of basketball the last few weeks. Um, yeah, Andrade. No big surprise there. Everyone kind of figured that once he left WWE, he'd show up at AEW. They did this whole thing with uh, Mexico where he challenged Kenny Omega to AAA title, which I guess is still happening in October or something like that. Or maybe August, I forget what. Maybe, was it August? It was either August or October. I don't know. It's, it's, it's still a ways away. But now here he is in AEW, so maybe they'll do it beforehand. I don't know. Uh, but anyways, uh, so yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Um, so moving on to Raw and SmackDown news. I guess the biggest news coming out of uh, the last couple weeks is the releases that happened last week. Um, let me bring up the list. Um, uh, I mean, the big, the you know, first and foremost, the biggest one was Braun Strowman. So kind of out of nowhere, um, Braun Strowman, who was legitimately in the main event at the last pay per view, uh, apparently got injured. Maybe I don't know. It was it wasn't wasn't totally clear um exactly what had happened they just kind of said the night the next night bobby 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 lashley kind of said oh yeah we injured 
Braun Strowman. He's going to be out for a while. So whether that was legit or not, I don't know. But he hadn't been on Raw the last couple weeks. And now he's gone. Um, the rumor is that he just has a huge contract and they wanted to get out of the contract. And now he's gone. I don't know. I don't know if there was anything else to that. But that's the rumor. Uh, Alistair Black, another kind of surprising one given that they just they just brought him back on the TV. Had aired all these vignettes to him coming back. He comes back, attacks Big E, and then the next week, not really mentioned at all, and then he's gone. So, don't know why they did all that, just to release him, but gone. Ruby Riot is gone. Um, I kind of feel like they, I don't know, I kind of feel like they had done enough with the Riot Squad and kind of feel like they want to move on and do something with Liv Morgan again. They tried that before, didn't really work out, but we'll see what happens this time which kind of left Ruby Riot a bit expendable, so she's gone. Lana, no huge surprise there, as, um, you know, Miro, as, you know, he's gone, he's over in TNT land with the TNT Championship, although that's moving to TBS, which is still going to be weird, but hey, whatever. Um, so, to see if she shows up in AEW when her, you know, no, her no compete clause or whatever runs out, uh, in Miro's corner, I wouldn't be surprised, but uh, you know, we'll see what happens with her. And then Buddy Buddy Murphy, Grant, once he got kicked out of the you know the whole thing with the Guerreros and you know, he got kicked kicked to the side by Seth Rollins, and then they did the whole thing with the Guerreros, and then blah blah, and then it really didn't go anywhere. And then yeah, he was just kind of gone, <laughs> and then that was it. Uh, and then Santana Garrett, who apparently had got called up to the main roster at some point. I thought she was still in NXT, but, um, you know, she was kind of, uh, kind of never really did too much in NXT and then never did anything in the main roster. So there you go. Um, yeah, so there we go. Uh, this goes along with some of the other, the other people that have gotten released or contracts have been, been up, uh, from the last few months, the last couple months. Velveteen Dream got released. Vel Justin Duke, Vanessa Bourne, Skylar Story, aka Brandy Larson, Ezra Judge, Alexander Wolf, aka Axel Disher. I'm not sure what these other names are. Davida, Kavita Davi, or Kavita Dalal. Daniel Bryan's contract was up. So don't know what's going on with him. Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Mickey James, who just showed up on an NWA. Chelsea Green, Tucker, Kalisto, Bo Dallas, Wesley Brake, Mojo Raleigh, Andrade, who just showed up in AEW, Paul White, who just showed up in AEW, or showed up in AEW a bit. Not unless it's Mark Henry, but obviously his contract ran out at some point. And then Steve Cutler and Lars Sullivan, those are the ones from previous in the year. Tom Phillips, Adnan Verk, Susan, these are all backstage or commentators. Uh, Susan Levison, Dan Murph Humphreys, Brian Pelagato, Jay Rosenstock, Macam, Nolan, I don't know, a bunch of other guys. Adnanberg, again, for some reason. I don't know how off, how accurate this list is. I'll be, I'll be sure. Mark Carano is the other one who got involved with that whole thing with um, Mickey James and the trash bag. Got released as well. So a lot of a lot of moving and shaking, which brings up the question, why is all this happening? Uh, rumor is, the rumors were starting to fly about WWE getting sold, being sold. Now, I remember this happening a couple years back. The rumors were Disney. Disney's gonna buy WWE. Disney's, you know, they're talks in talks with ESPN people, and Disney's gonna buy um, 
ESP, uh, you know, Disney through ESPN are going to buy WWE, and then nothing happened with it. Now the rumor was, oh, and and uh, NBC Universal, whatever, is going to buy Comcast, whoever's in charge over there, is going to buy WWE. They already owe them a ton of money for the for Raw and NXT and they, the Peacock with the network and everything. Why why not just buy the whole thing? Um, obviously, SmackDown with Fox throws a little wrinkle to that, but not nothing they couldn't get out of. Or nothing they couldn't figure out, I, I should say. But I don't know. Just rumors. I don't see it happening um, anytime soon. I think uh, you'll have to pry the WWE out of Vince's cold, dead hands, to be quite honest with you. But, uh, yeah. Uh, other big announcement was that Royal, uh, Royal Rumble. Nope, not the Royal Rumble. Nothing about the Royal Rumble. SummerSlam is officially announced for August 21st, which is a Saturday in Vegas at the Allegiant Stadium which is the the new stadium that uh, opened up last year for the Raiders, even though fans haven't been in it yet. Or I don't think there's been any fans in there yet. Uh, I'm not sure, though. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but any event, this will be the first... I'm guessing it's the first big event. I'm assuming they're going to have a full crowd um, ahead of any preseason games. They might, they might have a preseason game before it. I don't really know. But interesting move. First of all, it's a Saturday. So that's interesting. Also, an 8 o'clock start, which is questionable because the rumor was, oh, well, they're fine with Saturday because they feel as though it will be over ahead of the Pacquiao fight. Because the Pacquiao fight, Manny Pacquiao versus Errol Spence Jr. for whatever title he has. Um, I don't know. There's so many titles, I don't, I can't even keep track of what title he is or, or what, weight crest, what, what, what weight class for that matter. Some weight class, some title, whatever. Uh, um, uh, yeah, so that fight's happening at the MGM Grand, I believe, that same day, which is interesting, because the rumor was they were going to have on SummerSlam on the su Sunday, and then once the Pacquiao news came out, all of a sudden it shifted to Saturday, I guess the thought process was if they're ahead of the Pacquiao fight, that people may, may be on the fence about going to one or the other might choose SummerSlam over Pacquiao fight because it's before Maybe that's the reasoning. I don't know. Either way, they kind of the rumor was like, oh well, that will be over before the Pacquiao fight, which might be true. But then why move up the start time from seven to eight? Because then people are speculating, oh, it's not going to be a very long show, which may not may or may not be true. I don't know. Rumors flying about who's going to be there. John Cena's names come up. Brock Lesnar's names come up. Now Brock Lesnar's name is kind of falling off the table apparently. Uh, Cena's still kind of rumored. Uh, Edge should be back for it. Uh, who knows? We'll find out, though, in the coming months of what... But obviously, given it's the big first show back in front of a full stadium uh, of people, big the biggest party of the summer, they're going to want to have a big, uh, big uh, splash, as it were. So um, I wouldn't imagine if we see the likes of John Cena, um, Brock Lesnar, obviously Edge, maybe Goldberg, He's still got a, supposed to have two matches a year, supposedly. And I don't know if they're going to go back to Saudi Arabia, but this could be his second match. Um, now, Lesnar is apparently not on a contract. Um, I mean, I don't, I, I, I can't imagine after all the stuff they've done with The Undertaker, they'll bring The Undertaker back. But um, you never know. You never know. You really never know. Uh, but anyways, uh, that's enough about SummerSlam. We'll have more news on that as the uh, as we get closer. We still got money in the bank. We still got Hell in the Cell and Money in the Bank before that we'll talk more about hell in the cell next week and more about wwe or nxt or sorry 
more about SmackDown and Raw when we get closer to Hell in a Cell. But coming up this Sunday, we got NXT TakeOver In Your House 2, or In Your House 2021. Uh, the card has rounded out. Uh, there may be another card, uh, maybe another match announced for the pre-show. I uh, don't know. But the pre-show starts at 7.30, so they're bouncing... They're pushing this back too to eight, eight, eight o'clock start time for the actual takeover, um, but the pre-show starts at seven thirty. I don't know whether or not they're gonna have a match on it or not. I don't know. Haven't announced it, but uh, they have five matches scheduled for the main card. We'll do a little previews and stuff. Um, we got Bronson Reed. Well, actually, no. We'll take it back. First match we'll talk about is the only match that's not a title match. Uh, it is Mercedes Martinez taking on Zia Lee. Um, Zia Lee and Mercedes Martinez kind of got into it. Apparently they have a past from something that happened at some point. I don't know. Um, I gotta imagine Zia Lee wins this just because she's got that whole lady in her corner, whoever she is. Um, um, Mei Ying. Mei Ying. Wow, how are we saying name? And the Boa as well. And they still have never really finished that storyline. I would still like to see where that goes. And Marcina Martinez obviously coming off the loss to Raquel Gonzalez. I mean, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. I don't, but Zaylee, I think they need this to bounce her up. Um, and possibly go after whoever wins the women's title match, which we'll get to in a minute. But next up, we got a winner-take-all six-man tag team match for the NXT North American Championship and the NXT Tag Title Championships. We got Bronson Reed and MSK, the North American and Tag Team Champions, uh, Nash Carter and Wes Lee, uh, as it was. So, yeah, two Lees. I know I talked about that last time, the Lees. Zia Lee, Wes Lee, Keith Lee, lots of Lees. Um, but taking on Legado del Fantasma, Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wilde, and Raul Mendoza. It wasn't specified specifically or if it was, I don't know. I mean, they didn't say it specifically, but assuming that if Legado del Fantasmo can win, I'd imagine Santos Escobar would be the North American champion and Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza would be the tag champions. With that said, I think Bronson Reed and MSK are going to retain. Alright, next up we have Cameron Grimes to the moon taking on L.A. Knight um, in a ladder match for the vacant million dollar championship. Now, I know I briefly talked about the million dollar man last time out and then I said I was going to talk about him later and then I kind of forgot to talk about him later because I didn't bring up NXT too much. But, so basically, since Cameron Grimes got a lot of money from Dogecoin and buying GameStop stock or whatever although apparently part that's partially true but they're playing it up that he made millions and millions of dollars i don't know how much he actually made if there's any of that's actually even true um and nba top shot i think he said something or no they did the thing about nfts but then ted dibiase outbid him and they were doing this whole thing with him trying to buy stuff and ted dibiase outbidding him la knight throws through his hat in the ring saying hey i got a bunch of money too um they did this whole like kind of like um touring their houses and their cars and stuff this weekend because they're, they're this week on NXT and they're trying to get that million dollar legacy for million dollar man so the million dollar man said hey let's do this match we're gonna have this match these two against there and why not we raise the stakes literally 
put it above the ring in a ladder match for the Million Dollar Championship. He unveiled it. Uh, this will be the first time in a decade that anyone will be Million Dollar Champions. Ted DiBiase Jr. had it last, I think it was in 2010. Obviously, before that, Steve Austin as the ringmaster had it for a brief period, as well as Ted DiBiase, obviously, him and Virgil um, um, flip-flopped the titles back in the early 90s. Um, uh, after Ted DiBiase debuted the title in 1989, after his um, attempts to buy the championship from Hulk Hogan, and then buy the championship off of Andre the Giant after he beat Hulk Hogan, fell flat, and then he couldn't get it off of Million Dollar Man, or sorry, from Macho Man in the uh, in the uh, the tournament at WrestleMania 4. Eventually just said he'll make his own championship. That's what happened. Uh, Brother Love wasn't involved this time, although previous times he had been involved with the debuting of the title and the, the unveiling of the title and then the, when they brought it back for <laughs> Steve, Steve Austin. Um, but Doc Hendricks was involved when he announced um, the... Um, the the uh, slam jam for the uh, for in your house uh, two card as well as Todd Pettengill will apparently be involved somehow again as he was last time. But next up, oh wait, I didn't announce who's gonna win. <laughs> I gotta make my pick. I'm going Cameron Grimes to the moon. And then next up, we got the women's championship. We got um, Raquel Gonzalez with Dakota Kai. Taking an Ember move. This says, with Shotzi Blackheart, although she's been out with injury last couple weeks, so whether or not she'll return to be in, in Ember Moon's corner or not, well, we shall see. Um, but yeah, so Raquel Gonzalez against Ember Moon. I mean, should be a good one. I, I don't see Ember Moon winning this, though, so I'm going to go with Raquel Gonzalez. To retain. Um, so there we go and then in the main event of the evening in a fatal five way match Karrion Cross will be defending his title along with Charlotte in his corner against Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole Johnny Gargano who will apparently have Austin Theory along with him and Pete Dunne who will have Oni Lorcan along with him or presumably we'll see if they're actually in their corners or not who knows That'd be a lot of people out there if they were all in the corners, but we'll find out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this all came about because Kyle O'Reilly, Johnny Gargano, and Pete Dunne were having a triple threat match to determine the number one contender. Adam Cole showed up and beat them all up, and then he got in Karen Cross's face and said, I want a title match. Karen Cross said, you know what? I'll give you guys all title matches. Fatal five-way happened, and that is the story there. Um, Adam Cole got the one-up on everyone. Uh at the end of the show this past uh, last night um as he said he wasn't there as everyone was there but then of course he showed up at the end and uh kicked off carrying crosses um kick kick carrying cross off the uh, kick kick carrying cross in the head is what i'm trying to say um some other things to note uh, although not necessarily set up for the takeover show pay-per-view just sunday eight o'clock again pre-show at 7 30 on the peacock network I think it's also still also on pay-per-view if you want to order it it's for reasons I wouldn't understand why. Um, you just get the Peacock Network for a lot cheaper. Uh, but um, Poppy was on uh, NXT this week, confronted or was kind of called out by Candice LeRae, and then she kind of had a thing with Dexter Loomis, which caused Indy Hartwell to be mad because in, Index is a thing, apparently. 
don't know. Uh, but she called her out, but then she's like, hey, I'm not a wrestler. But she is. Io Shirai returned. She hadn't been seen since she lost the title. Um, and she attacked Candice LeRae uh, to defend Poppy. But then they, it was a little confrontation between uh, Raquel Gonzalez and uh, Io Shirai. But um, whether or not we'll get Io Shirai and Candice LeRae an official match next week on NXT, I don't know for sure. They didn't announce anything, I don't think. But what they did announce was that the Grizzly Young Veterans will take on um, uh, Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa in a tornado tag match next week on NXT. So looking forward to that. That should be fun. Um, with all that said, my prediction for the main event. I don't know Cross. I don't see him losing it yet. Uh, no Finn Balor at all anywhere to be seen. Obviously, he lost his rematch with Karrion Cross, And rumors are he might be headed back up to Raw or SmackDown. But uh, we, we shall see. And maybe he shows up and gets involved somehow, shape or form. I don't think so but there's always a chance all right so that's gonna do it that's all i got i mean that's enough right i mean it's like it's well over an hour and a half of me recording so unfortunately no drew here to make his predictions um but i'm sure um soon drew will be back soon um for what i don't know money in the bank baby we'll see yeah he won't be back for hell and sell um, unfortunately, but uh, uh, money to make, baby. But uh, thank you everyone for listening again. Subscribe, like, share, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the razorvader.blogspot.com. Check out the YouTube channel, uh, One Man Renegade Podcast on YouTube, One Man Renegade Instagram on Twitter, One Man Renegade Podcast page on Facebook. Also, check out the Very Drunken Podcast, verydrunkenpodcast.com. You can also find it on Stitcher, Apple, Apple Podcast, and Spotify as well. Uh, one very drunken pod, very drunken podcast, very drunken something or other is the is the is the Twitter. The dogs hot hacking up something. Many you're right, Just hacking up something. I don't know. Uh, I actually got to go feed the dogs. So thank you everyone for listening. Uh, check me out. I'll be back next week to do talk about Hell in a Cell. So come back next week. Um, stay safe. Have fun. Enjoy in your house. And yeah, thanks for thanks for listening. Bye. Actually, before I go, one last shout out coming up this weekend. Before you get, before we get to in your house NXT in your house takeover in your house, whatever it's called, uh, headed up to a wedding this weekend, which is kind of weird because weddings are a thing again. I don't know. It's been so long and a weird time. Actually, well, regardless. Uh, so shout out to my buddy Matt L, who's been on this podcast before. Uh, I think he was on the. He was on the first um, Movie Ranks countdown, and there was one other episode I think he was on where he chatted with me. Uh, so, shout out to him. He's getting married this weekend. So, him and Carissa. So congratulations to them. Well, although it hasn't happened yet, but by the time you listen to this, maybe it has. I don't know. Either way, uh, so that's where I'm headed this weekend. Then in your house. So sweet. So, I was thinking, I need something to do with your house, and kind of shout out to him. So then I thought, well, I know there's a song, there's a certain song by a certain band that says house in it that is one of his favorites. So here it is. It sort of works. I don't know. I always try to make connection with the songs, so this one is best I can do. So in your house, this song house it works. Thank you everyone for watching. Congratulations to Matt and Carissa, and uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for listening.
Did I say watching? Listening. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Have fun. Welcome. This is a farmhouse. We have cluster flies alas. And this time of year is bad. Yeah.